conspiracy, what do you believe? Welcome back to Conspiracies, What Do You Believe? We hope that you enjoyed our previous episode, and this episode here is part two to the Brotherhood of the Snake. Let's go do a refresher of part one. All secret societies began with the Brotherhood, Brotherhood of the Snake. Man was created by Ea, who was a brilliant scientist. The creation of man is told in the Sumerian scriptures. It states man was created by draconian aliens. Each individual is a spirit inhabiting a body, and after death, the spirit lives on and is reincarnated on earth. The Mayan story of creation of man says mankind was created to be the gods' slaves. The gods made figures of wood with no spirit or soul. Spiritual beings were then attached. The first humans were too intelligent with a lot of ability, so the gods dumbed them down. The original brotherhood created to enlighten people in secret, to tell the truth. Ea wanted to tell the humans the spiritual knowledge. He failed. The other aliens portrayed Ea as the devil, evil one, not to be believed or trusted. They led humans to believe that all problems were Ea's fault. The other masters took over the Brotherhood after Ea was disgraced and corrupted it. The true information was distorted to trap man. The Brotherhood split into different groups. They, invent, they invented different religions, cults, secret societies, and other sects to confuse man and keep them occupied so man could not find the truth. The secret societies and others in higher grades knew the truth. Power of the Symbols The world is full of their magical symbols. The humans are used to the symbols because they are everywhere. They believe the more symbols they have around, the more powerful they are. One symbol is the pyramid with the all-seeing eye. This can be found on the back of the $1 bill. The all-seeing eye is the eye of Horus, or the eye of Lucifer. This goes back to the Egyptian era. Other symbols are the swastika, the phoenix, the snake. Now let's look at the alien influence on humans. In Devil's creation, and if he participated in it, he would be damned. She sent him to boarding school to get rid of her. Her responsibility. There he explored his bisexuality. He went against his upbringing by masturbating, smoking, and having sex with prostitutes. So he was living a pretty fun life accordingly. Yeah, she gave she just got rid of him so she didn't have to worry about him. In Sweden Crowley had a life-changing vision that led him to his college, which was spiritual vocation. He marked this by changing his name to Alice. He had two wives, Maria Teresa Sanchez in 1929, and Rose Edith Kelly from 1903 to 1908. Okay, he had three children, at least that he claimed. His first one, his daughter had a wild name, Nuit Ma Ahathor Sappho Jezebel Lilith Crowley. That's a name. He had a son, Alexander Atatuk Crowley, and a daughter, Lola Zaza Crowley. Wow. The schools he attended attended was Tonebridge School, Eastbourne College, 
Malvern College, Trinity College in Cambridge, and but Crowley did not graduate from college. Crowley was not a cultist. Okay. Occult. Occultist. Ceremonial magician, a novelist, a poet, a painter, and a mountaineer. He practiced magic. He spelled magic. You know how we spoke in magic? I see. But he added a K to it to differentiate his magic from practical magic. He was a cult figure, but more so after he died. He studied the Torah, wrote the Book of the Law, the Book of Toth, the Diary of a Druggist. But isn't that how a lot of these people were back then? They were trying to be revolutionaries or whatever you want to call them and their fame didn't didn't hit them till posthumously well, after they're, they're dead a lot, of, a lot of times artists aren't famous mm-hmm. until they die like uh, Dante Alighieri he wasn't famous till after he died yeah Crowley founded the film religion it is derived from western neuroticism he said he was a prophet responsible guiding humanity into the eon of Horus in the early 20th century. Crowley's life was weird. He liked to shock polite society. He was named the wickedest man in the world by the press, and he had profound understanding of practical magic, the occultists of his era could match. So he was like extremely talented or smart. Yes almost too smart for his own good and people were afraid of him because of how smart he was. I mean, he probably didn't market himself very well. He probably liked the whole people didn't know much about him and they were afraid of him. Crowley crossed the new abyss chasm between the consciousness and unconscious. He explored the inner and upper worlds. Crowley went beyond Masonic and Rosicrucian rituals. He was not satisfied with conjectural theories and assumptions. He yearned for direct personal experience of the Western esoteric traditional mysteries. So he wanted to prove it. He, want, he, he didn't want to just believe in theories. He wanted to prove it. He, if, if he was going to believe into it, he was, was going to have to be able to do it himself. Crowley risked his life in sanity pursuing the secrets of life and death that can only be seen through heightened states of awareness. He was largely responsible for making the process and practices of ceremonial magic attainable to following generations. Secrets uncovered, and Crowley redefined magic for the modern age. Magic is the science and art of causing change to our, to occur in conformity with will. That's from Diary of a Drug Fiend, page 8. Crowley, while he was in Cambridge, got into cultism. He wrote pornographic poetry and other writings, which he self-published, probably because he couldn't find somebody to publish. <laughs> Crowley believed the ability to awaken one's creative genius by visualizing what you wish for and then bringing it into your being. Isn't that kind of like the secret now, whereby saying, you know, you, you send out good vibrations to the universe and you get good stuff back? Uh, I don't remember like that. But, uh... Have you ever read oh, The Secret? No, I guess I've never read that. Uh, yeah, there's something else I was trying to think of where I seen that who said or whatever else, something else on the same lines. Crowley was addicted to drugs and was defiant of Christianity in the Victorian era thoughts on sex. Some biographers believe while Crowley was in college, he was recruited in the British intelligence agency and was a spy for life. So how do you look like if that was true? I mean, if you, you're not if you really, yeah, you're not. That's just 
he was inspired. That's a theory, so. Crowley hated Christianity, but considered himself a deeply religious and spiritual person. Considering himself a prophet, he studied many different religions and beliefs, including Buddhism, Hermeticism, Judeo-Christian magical systems, the Kabbalah, Yoga, Hinduism. So he was pretty well... Kind of well-versed in everything. Well, in the major religions, the only one he didn't really seem like he was in was uh, Islam. But maybe he was, and they just never recorded it. Could be. From the years 1895 to 1898, Crowley joined the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, which is an occult. His name was Frater Perdurabo. And he caused trouble with the other cop members. And he was trained by Samuel Lydon McGregor and Mathers and Alan Bennett in ceremonial magic. When Crowley was at Trinity College in Cambridge, he studied philosophy, moral science, tripos. He changed to English literature. He became president of the chess club. He considered becoming a professional chess player and a diplomatic career. But when he became sick, he faced his own mortality, so he changed his path to pursue his interest in the occult. At Eastbourne College, he studied chemistry. So, I mean, if he became the president of the chess club in Cambridge, I mean, he can't it's, really be that... Yeah. In 1904, Crowley married Rose Edith Kelly, who was a friend's widowed sister. She was unstable and had the ability of being a medium. While in Cairo, Egypt, on their honeymoon, she channeled what would be the first three chapters of the Book of the Law, written in April of 1904. Crowley said the chapters had been partially dictated by the Egyptian god Horus, and the rest by his guardian angel Iwas. This formed the basis of his religion, Thelema. The book became a cult test in the 1960s. His quote was adapted by the hippies who took it to mean free love. Crowley is on the Sgt. Pepper's album covers by the Beatles. In the 1970s, it was adopted by the Church of Satan as their beliefs. So how many people out there have the Sgt. Pepper's album going to go look for Crowley's picture? <laughs> well, if they still have that, it's worth money. Well, you can get the remake. The, well, I mean, you can go buy a CD of it and have it on there. In 1907, Crowley formed his own order, AA, or Argentinum Astro which is Latin for Silver Star. I've seen Creed, the, the church fathers who did all that, basically took everything Jesus said and changed it, basically changed everything that Jesus would be a heretic if he was born now, if you followed the Nicene Creed. And it Luther ended up sh shooting him, so I don't know if that was just a personal grudge he had or he got, like, got scared or... So, something just happened. Something must have happened. But I mean, or, or that could just be what he wanted to do. Yeah, or maybe he shot and didn't realize he shot the president. Or, who knows? You don't know. You weren't there, so you, know, you don't know. Some investigators think the Knights of the Golden Circle got their creativeness from the Knights Templar and the Scottish Rite Masons. I, hmm. I just still think it's funny how, like, almost every secret society, conspiracy, or whatever you see, always has some some connection to the freemasons or the knights templars or it could be like here you got this one secret society these other people want to start one so they take stuff from that one and put in there since another person comes along takes the, some of their ideas it could be or it could just be 
throwing people off, making just names up of, and putting out the secret history of these made up things so people would uh, stop following them or accusing them and trying to get them to accuse other things that might not exist or they could have just really changed their names over years and still kept still like be the same still, thing. still like but you still they, have the masons today well you do I'm, but it could they could have went from a, a secret society that was bent on taking over the world to letting them just be the masons that what they are now and then went on to something else uh, yeah yeah now there is a legend that the KGC incurred a large amount of gold coins and it is supposed to be buried somewhere. It is millions in coins that is to finance the Second Civil War. But there has been a lot of stuff I've read on that where it was more than just coins. There was uh, Spanish or Mexican money, uh, all kinds of other stuff. And that it was on a train that was after the war was done that they were trying to escape with. And uh, something happened on the, the train wreck or something like that. And the KGC supposedly came and got their all the coins they can or whatever and some supposed supposedly buried somewhere close to where the train wreck while the rest of it was taken somewhere else and some of it was used to um pay off people to help keep it hidden or something like that yeah but with all of them like dead now well who's got the money well, that's the thing. There's still all the codes out there. there. There's people out there still looking for it that's following these clues down. But I, don't, I I, couldn't see just the last person from the Civil War era died without telling family. Maybe there wasn't any money. Maybe they spent it over the years. Well, that could be, too. But they had to tell somebody. Or have it written down somewhere and just yeah. hasn't been found. Yeah, right. We could have just took it to the graves. Because that was one of the things I believe I read about them that... They were to take their secrets to the grave, not tell, not even family members. Yeah, they could have. So out there somewhere is millions of dollars. Well, I don't think it's millions. Of, what was it? Today's money it would have been like just over a, just a million itself, and not like millions and millions. Of, a million is just fine too. You get started a lot with that. Yeah, but no, that's when the go you find it, and the government will come and say, "Well, it's ours." <laughs> yeah, <I'll> take it. <laughs> All right, so whatever happened to the one who started this group? Well, in July of 1863, Dr. Bickley was arrested in Indiana as a spy. He was released in October 1865 and then died August 1867. So he really didn't last long, did he? Not really. Huh. Now, could the Knights of the Golden Circle still be in existence? Yes, I can see it, but a, I don't know how to put it, like a, a racial group like that that wanted slavery still, I mean, closest thing that you'd be, the K, it would be the KKK, could they be connected? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, keeping out of the public eye, watch for the times that the South would rise again, that they gathered up all the lost and hidden gold and has it stored away safely. Well, it was said they ended in 1961, you know, but no one really knows. Yeah. And there, on this, there could be many different outcomes, whether, you know, the legends about them are true, or, I mean, it could just be there was just a bunch of uh, southern slave owners that just wanted to keep their slaves and uh, live life like they were used to in the South and started all this and all this up and it just blew up out of hand. 
Well, you, you know, you got people that portray themselves one way in the public eye, and but you don't know what they are out of the public eye. You got that with personal friends of you know people you know personally that are like that. Yeah, I know. That's just you just don't know anymore. But all right, that's the information that we have on the KJ, KGC or the Knights of the Golden Circle. If you have any other information that we didn't cover here or you know just know something more or wanted to add something just get a hold of us through our email conspiracytheory2018 at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Twitter and get a hold of us there